welcome to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast for it. Hello everyone and welcome to a brand new episode of Tornado Tag Radio here on NOTLG.com. We got some news items, we're going to talk about 205 Live NXT, and we watched a match that uh, Mr. John Moxley asked his lovely wife Renee if she had watched. Uh, We watched Necro Butcher versus Samoa Joe, we'll talk about that, and we got some questions from the Facebook, but before we get to all of that, my name is John. And joining me this week is the Evan Bourne to my Kofi Kingston, Marianne. Sweet. I'm Matt Seidel. Yeah. <laughs> Air Boom, as they were called. That's a great name. A and by great, name. I mean not great. Fair. 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 Fair enough. How are you? Um, I still have this weird cough going on. Um, it'll be, oh, I guess it's been a week, so that's fun. But it's just a cough. It doesn't have everything else, right? Yeah, no. It's just, yeah, it's just a cough. Well, that's good, at least. It is. It's just uh, very strange. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what is going on, but um, I'm hopefully Hmm. almost done with it. Um, Other than that, I don't know. Nothing else is really going on over here. Um, I'm just, you know, preparing for, oh, AEW has a show on Saturday, which I'm excited to watch. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the Fighter Fest. That should be fun. And then after Fighter that, with a Y. Fighter with a Y. And then after that, uh, it's G1 time. So I'm uh, whew, excited about that. That's for sure. You don't sound excited. I am. I'm just trying not to cough into this microphone. I was going to say, you sound like you're exhausted before it even happened. <laughs> like, yes. You're like pre-exhausted. Pre-exhaustion. Yes, for sure. Uh, how are you? Um, I'm good. So... Uh, I have a company picnic tomorrow that I'm getting paid to go to, so I have to drive to Fremont. Oof, but I mean, company picnic that yeah. is paid for. Yeah, but if new. they try and make me play softball, no. I'm going to be like, what's her name from NCIS? Like, outdoors with a black gothic umbrella like I'm at a funeral. Oh my god, are they going to play softball? That's great. That I know so that's fun. your thing. That sounds so fun. I wish They did like a murder mystery party once. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, and that's like, I was like, okay, I'm down with that shit. That's great. If you close the office so we could play who murdered who, fuck <laughs> yes. <Yep>. Um, <laughs> but on like the downer side kind of is one of the managers that she had moved to the other office. She didn't want to take any of her accounts with her. And she just caused like a major shitstorm and then got like fired. Oh, so boy. now we have eight associations that don't have a manager. Ooh. And people keep calling asking for her. And I'm like, uh, she doesn't work here anymore. And then everybody freaks the fuck out. So we've lost two managers. We only have three and a half managers in our office right now. And like 70 associations to manage within three and a half managers. Wow. Yeah. Goodness. And we don't have either admin. <laughs> so it's like, goddamn. Well, great. Um, but company picnic. That's fun. Um, I can only hope there's booze. No, there might be. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Um, but other than that, uh, I got a cool DM from Xavier Woods today, right, at, right as I got off work. Nice. It's pretty sick, because he commented on my Botan cosplay, because as he says, uh, u shows the greatest anime. Don't argue with me. And I'm like, agreed. It is the greatest anime. And I will cosplay it forever. Um, but anyways, wrestling happened this week. Um I loved our classic match. Does it even count as a classic match? Um, I, you know, it 
I think it does. It's ooh, I, <laughs> maybe two thousand and I don't even know what year Necro Butcher Samoa Joe took place. Um, I was curious about that the whole time. It t- okay, so it took. Um, <laughs> it's from IWA Mid South. Something to prove from. Wow, look at this! Almost fourteen years to the date. Damn. It was from uh, 2005. So um, six, I was 15. I was, I don't know, much older. <laughs> but yeah, 2005. My God. Yeah. But we'll we'll get to it because otherwise I'll just keep talking about it. Oh yeah. But we are we gonna do news first or go right into it? Sure. Let's do news first. Um, because we have some breaking news, which is uh very interesting. Um, I woke up to a text from Kyle this morning. What? About, about 7 Kyle was awake before you? Oh, yeah. Kyle gets up very early. That's, um, why he takes, that's why he goes to sleep really early? Yeah, because he gets up so early. Um, Kyle. Apparently, Paul Heyman and Eric Bischoff are both now WWE executive directors, and they will run WWE TV. This is pretty crazy. Uh, Paul Heyman is apparently going to run... Monday Night Raw and Eric Bischoff will run SmackDown Live and both of them will report obviously directly to Vince McMahon. Um, people are like, well, why wasn't Triple H? And it, it's because Triple H was he was not offered a he wasn't offered it and he's going to just run NXT and, you know, NXT UK. He's got his hands full with those. Um, yeah, there was some other news attached to this. I think they said that they're going to ease them in slowly and um yeah paul Heyman doesn't do anything slowly that's what everyone's saying they're like he's (laughs) gonna be like i am the executive director sir and he's just gonna (laughs) (laughs) on monday he's just gonna be changing everything but um yeah so they're gonna ease them in apparently uh i mean bischoff has more experience running a a bigger yeah, um, hell yeah, he does. Corporation or a bigger promotion uh, and dealing with, I guess, um, a bi- a bigger network because he will be running SmackDown Live when it goes to Fox. So Yeah, but Paul Heyman is also Paul Heyman. <laughs> this is very true. I'm very interested to see if how they impact the show almost immediately. Um, I can people are saying that this is definitely going to end the wild card completely um which i think is great and i'm just very interested to see what makes what makes them say that because they're it's it sounds like they are definitely going to be two separate brands especially when smackdown goes to fox um and they're trying to create that competition vibe again and yeah i mean i think this is great i think this is going to be this is going to be very interesting. I mean, does we, Eric Bischoff know that Paul Heyman doesn't lose competitions? Even uh, when he loses well, them, they, he doesn't lose they, them. They both lost, so I mean, <laughs> um, but no, I think this is great. I mean, we get to see if Paul Heyman still has it. Which, I mean, the last time he was running, I think a WWE show at least, or he was the head of creative at least, was when was that? That was oof, b- back in two thousand and. 2005 it's been it's been a while and bischoff he he ran tna for a little while there and i maintain that i know a lot of people don't like the aces and eight storyline 
Um, I maintain it was good storytelling. It was just maybe a month too long, um, which, you know, I mean, that's just me. Um, but I'm pretty excited about this. I think I think this is going to be good. I think this is a good move by WWE. And, I mean, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, we'll see, I guess, coming up here. What do you think, Marianne? I don't have thoughts. All right. Fantastic. I mean, I already, like, I, I don't have as much of a history to go off of this right. kind of thing. Like, my point of reference is very recent. <laughs> yes, very much so. Um, okay. Well, I mean, we'll, we will we will see. I guess. Um, another thing we, we've seen recently is a, uh, a bit of a Twitter feud between one Seth Rollins and one um, Willie O, William Ospreay. Uh, you haven't seen any of this, Marianne? No. This is... I, don't, I don't go on Twitter unless I get notified of something hilarious that Chuck Taylor has said or something like that. My God. Okay, so... But they're both idiots, so how much of a feud can this be? It's it's been pretty great, honestly. It's been so good, and uh, like good is Seth absolutely destroying him. No, it's the other way around. Is it really? Oh, well, obviously Seth has to really watch his mouth. Um, it but- seems like Seth has been uh, talking a bit more recently. Um, huh? Yeah, I, I don't know if you've noticed it's that, that Becky Lynch thing. I think he also took some shots at Moxley, honestly. No way. I'm trying. I couldn't find the quote. He's going to lose. He knows that. Well, right? I don't. I don't think Moxley is going to respond, but I was going to say the dude is bulletproof. Yeah. Um. So. So Seth Rollins before um stomping grounds said stupid name for a paper. Yes. By the way. O- obviously. Uh, but it wasn't actually that bad. If we're you know quick review there. Um. He stated that WWE is the best pro wrestling on the planet period and then after the show he tweeted doubling down best pro wrestling on the planet see that cruiserweight triple threat and that's just one night one match among many find anyone else alive who does what i do as well as i do and as often as i do it you can't and then will osprey quoted the tweet and he just tweeted i'm alive um, it was absolutely brilliant. Let me call up, um, <laughs> let me call up Seth Rollins Twitter here because that is so funny. Um, yeah, let me call, let me call up his Twitter here, but also he's not wrong. He said, I'm alive. And Seth Rollins responded, ah, I'm sorry, little guy. We already have a better version of you here. And he just won his first United States title tonight. You're talking about Ricochet? Congrats, Ricochet. <laughs> keep, <laughs> keep working hard, though, buddy. Oh, that's hilarious. Will Ospreay. Let me find it. Let me find his response. Oh, that is so good. Um, Because, holy crap, his response was, ve- was very good. Um. I just got. I just got to find it. He he tweets a lot. You tweet a lot, Will Osprey. Um, <laughs> there's someone so, who can barely read. There's so much. <laughs> there's so much good stuff. Um, let's see. I'm scrolling down. Sorry, everyone. We'll find it. And dude, somebody took a heavy shot at uh, 
at Seth Rollins. It was amazing as well. And Jericho, somebody else did. Jericho got involved, and big banter Baron Corbin got involved, and we'll get to his tweet in a second here. Um, we should just remake this, a segment like, oh, this is great. I'm, I am lounging. I, my bottle of wine is across the room, but I wish I had it. I can't find... Notice I said bottle and not glass. Nice. Um... Oh, he tweet. Will Ospreay tweeted, "Fact of the day: Will Ospreay wrestled more matches in 2019 than Seth Rollins. Catch up, little guy." And he does like the little emoji kissy face. Oh, that's so funny! And Seth Rollins says, "I mean, if you want to talk numbers, we can compare bank accounts too." <gasps> and he goes, "P.S. That's counting a month off with a broken back. Thumbs up, buddy." And Osprey replies, you love adding stuff, don't you? I mean, the original question was, find anyone else alive who does what I do as well as I do it and as often as I do it. No talk of money. No talk of ricochet. You said anyone. Here I am. Just to consist, just as consistent. Just as good. Hope the back heals up. Damn. And where's... Dude, the, the best one is... Chris Jericho tweets or retweets Rollins when he's calling him little guy. And he goes, um, he's actually taller and bigger than you. Just, <laughs> just saying. And, and bear big banter. Corbin tweets more, more important fact. Baron Corbin has wrestled more matches in 2019 than will Osprey. Another fact. I don't know. I actually, or I don't actually know who you are. I just wanted to be a part of the com- convo. And Will Ospreay <laughs> quote tweets it and says, "No wonder Ross sucks." Oh my god! <laughs> oh, I know a lot of people don't like Will Ospreay. He also made a shirt, uh, and it says "Little Guy" on it, and it says two times best of the Super Junior, three time IWGP uh, Heavyweight Champion, never Openweight Champion. It's pretty funny. That's so funny, and it just says one hundred percent little guy. <laughs> it's um, it's pretty amazing. The banter has been plentiful. Ooh, somebody took a heavy shot at Rollins. Yeah. Oh, the heavy shot at Rollins. This one, this one is fucking great. Let me find it. I love, I love the Jericho one. The Jericho one's good, but this one's this one's even better. Um, this is Alan underscore cheap shot. Who uh, I think he makes a lot of gifts. He's a great follow. If you don't. Um, he, he tweeted at 26, you were wrestling in FCW arena matches in front of 80 people losing to Michael McGillicuddy and Jinder Mahal at the same age. Will Ospreay is working the G one after working the best of the super junior tournament and is arguably the best wrestler in the world. Stop being gotten to. Oh my God. And Will Ospreay responded, LOL. Good shit. The Twitter banter is plentiful. It is good. And then now I just feel sorry for people who don't like Twitter because that shit is why we have a Twitter. Like my it's God. that beauty right there. Like I think what what was my favorite? Oh man, my favorite tweet of and it's like honestly the most on-brand thing that I've like heard in a while. Hold on. Which is this is just Twitter cast. Twitter cast. Uh Twitter cast. Tweet cast. Um, is uh, <laughs> Wiccan and Juggalo are the same thing? They just announced it on the news. I saw that. Yeah, I saw that tweet. 
Uh, no, but the, my favorite one was, I'm an anti-vaxxer, but only because kids are gross. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Chuck I saw Taylor. That one too. I saw that one as well. God damn. Anyways, anyway. 205 Live. 205 Live. Um, Honestly, I, I think just as a whole, Marianne, I mean, we spent a lot of time on the Twitter banter and Bischoff and Heyman. Uh, uh, this week's uh, TV was um kind of meh. It was. Um, there was a few like really notable moments, as you can see based on my notes. Yeah, but mostly it was just like routine, which yeah. I hate saying. Yeah, which sucks because like two hundred five live. Like here's he, the the matches we have. Ju- we'll just go over the matches we have right now. We have Jack Gallagher taking on Mike Canellis, which I'm sure oh we actually have not seen before, but you know it's we Mike- haven't. I could have sworn we have. We may have honest. I think honestly, what the point I'm trying to make is there's a lot of the same people on 205 Live right now, and I think they need to shake shake it up a little bit. And I thought we were gonna get it shaken up a little bit with the appearance of um, Chad Gable, but he hasn't been on TV for two weeks now. So two weeks has been that long. Yeah, isn't huh. that that's so that's so crazy? This week and last week. The week before was the match um, with Jack Gallagher. But uh, yeah, it's it's kind of just uh, 205 Live feels a little stale right now, which sucks. But, um, you know, here we are. There was yeah. one there was one great thing that we will talk about. But uh, yeah. I mean, we opened the show with 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 uh, the former 24 seven champion. Actually, no, we didn't. We opened with Uncle Drew. We opened with Uncle the new Drew. We opened with the new WWE Cruiserweight Champion Marianne. I what did I say last week? Put a belt on Bulak. Well, he has Thank the belt, you. which is great. Um, I'm not I'm, used to seeing Drew with the championship belt. It's been a while. I'm used to seeing him scowling in the background. Absolutely, just scowling. I, I'm now he's uh, scowling with the belt. Yes, I'm. I'm very excited for this. I hope it is a Dean Malenko esque run. Um, but I hope it's. He a li- would be very happy to hear you say it. I, ho- I know he would. I hope it's a little longer than that. Uh, both of Dean's run as uh, cruiserweight champion in WCW weren't weren't too long. But I'd I'd like to see Drew hold on to this title for a little bit. Um, I think it should be great. I wonder. Well, he's gonna have the rematch with or the one on one with Tony Nice. Um, so we will we'll see about that. But we we open the show with uh, Jack Gallagher taking on. Mike Canellis and I had no notes on this. I I just noticed at first because obviously it was Jack Gallagher, so you know you're going to get a good match. Um, he comes out, and obviously they're bringing up the fact that Drew Gulak had just won, and obviously one of them made up some shit about talking to Jack Gallagher backstage because you know it's not true, but they have to add mm-hmm, something. Right. And he said that Jack Gallagher quoted Shakespeare or Aiden, obviously the Bard himself, <laughs> Shakespeare. And and it was basically just a quote that meant that all the gold in the world won't be enough to fill the black heart of Gulak's soul. And I heard it and I just paused it for a second. I said, is he the Grinch? Is (laughs) Drew Gulak the king of sinful sots? Is there garlic in his soul? There might be. (laughs) Is his smile made of termites? I don't know. I could go on forever. But then I realized, yeah, it's probably true. Goodness. You're probably right. The king of sinful sots. So this match was, it was all right. I mean, Gallagher was fine. It it was just, I don't know. It was really smooth though. Yeah. Transitions between moves. It was really smooth. Yeah. I just think I'm, 
I'm just done with Canellis. Guess who also is done? Canellis. He is also <laughs> done. He he walked out after the match and he said he's done. So we will see what that means. But he's not done because they just signed a new deal. Yeah, I mean. Ugh. What did you say last week? Imagine failing up that hard. Yes, basically. <laughs> I mean, good good for them. They have a family, so whatever. Um, Which they like to remind you of by painting it on the back of their jacket. Yes. Barf. So we'll see. I, 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 have, I have heard that Fox wants Maria Kanellis on smackdown why i don't know what is what is so important about maria canellis she's not even that pretty oh hardly and all of her hair is fake my god it's an observation heavy shots heavy shots um you have a note here about uh tozawa it had backstage little clips of obviously pre um amping up for the main event and tozawa was wearing a ricochet shirt and it warmed my heart because they're bffs yes they are yes they are are apparently uh Tozawa's sticking around too. So he'll be Good. around for a little while. I guess every everyone's contracts are coming up and they're like, "You have to we'll sign you to a 3-year deal. Is that fine?" And they're like, "Yeah, sure, whatever." What the fuck ever. Yeah. <laughs> um Uncle Drake backstage yelling at Mike Canales's voicemail. Um I think that was it for that segment. I don't really know. How many uncles do we have? We have a lot of have dads, lot. but there's Uncle Drew and Uncle Drake and I don't know. Just I feel like so there's many. more. Uh, we had Umberto taking on a local talent. I, as soon as I saw it was a local talent, I uh, I didn't care. We still need to make uh, like mugs or shirts that say a local talent on them. A local talent. Yes. I would totally have a mug that said a local talent on it. Oh my goodness. <laughs> um. Up next is probably. I think this was the best. The best part. <laughs> We had a new nasty Aria Davari, a newer nastier Aria Davari interview. And I mean, the only thing you really need to know is that Oni Lorcan um, came from out the darkness and just started screaming, How's it feel? over and over again. But as, in his creepy goblin voice. Yes, as he beat the shit out of Aria Davari. It was like. I cannot emphasize how goblin-y his voice was. Yeah, it That's was not at all what he sounds like in real life. I don't know where it comes from. A deep place. Yeah, if you, if you don't know what it sounds like, just imagine what he runs at the turnbuckle and makes that weird noise. Just think of that weird noise, but talking. It's so ridiculous, but it, I'm so glad it's, it's so back. F- I missed it. It's so funny. And, and uh, purple this week for Oni. Yeah, he's like possessed. It's hilarious. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm down. Cool little feud. I don't think Arya Davari is a bad wrestler. I actually like his matches for the most part, and Oni's great. So, hey, why not have a... a Oni's uh, not allowed to be anything but great. Absolutely. Uh, we had a, a good Lucha thing, which the only thing I gathered from is, once again, Marianne, we're going to have a our podcast match next week <laughs> between the Singh Brothers and the lucha house party tornado tag match next week just in case you guys forgot what podcast you were listening to sometimes sometimes i forget too uh as we talk about so many things other than wrestling yes oh man there was a question oh we'll take a break in between nxt or 205 and nxt i i just break we just had one i know i'm just like oh i i want to ask marianne random ass questions and i don't know why 
Um, so main event was Akira Tozawa taking on Tony Nese. Like I said, we've seen this match two bajillion times. Um, and it was whoever won became the number one contender to face Drew Gulak for the WWE Cruiserweight Championship at Extreme Rules, which is in Philadelphia. So home crowd for one Drew Gulak. Um, this match was fine. I'm excited for the inevitable Chuck Taylor tweets. <laughs> this this was fine. Um, that Tope Suicida that Tozawa does off the ring steps into the barricade is like my new favorite thing he does. He just like totally throws his life on the line. I love it. It's it yeah. is amazing. To me, Nice's move set, especially in this match, reminds me of a little kid in like a lumpy bouncy castle. <laughs> Okay. Like he he like dodges and jumps and is like flippy, but it's always like a little bit off balance. Like he's only catching himself like oh last minute. Fair. Like it's not like it's not like trampoline graceful moves. It's like I'm jumping, but like I don't know how to explain it. It's just like a little and kid ba- in a bouncy yeah. castle. And the bouncy castle's been up for like six hours. <laughs> okay, I get it. No, and they're exhausted a- and can't find their way to the net. Absolutely. To get out. Uh, can we talk about this l- little kid in the background with the w- WCW championship dancing? Wearing with it? John Cena green. Yes, wearing like a lime green dancing with the championship over their head. I mean, I fucking love was that. It, was it you? No, I wish it was, but it wasn't. <laughs> um, we got a big old Canadian destroyer at the end. That was Fuck pretty yes. sweet. Uh, and Tony Nese is the victor. So uh, once again, Tony Nese versus Drew Gulak. I guess we're still trying to make it looks like two siblings fighting honestly i mean basically that's what it is uh okay so so break time in between in between shows here marianne i um i saw on the instagram today that they're going to do a drag race canada did you see that canada i knew they were doing uk yeah so they're doing canada now apparently they're also doing the uk um is RuPaul becoming the NXT of <laughs> drag competitions where they have uh, different competitions on different um, different parts of the world and they're just going to... Are we going to get... What, what would be the next NXT, I guess? I don't know. What do you think... I mean, but more seriously, do you think that it, there's going to be a point where we have a drag race that has a winner from each of the other drag races? You mean like a world all-star? Yes, there you go. A world all-star. God damn. Well, I don't know, because they already have Drag Race Thailand. Yes. And is that is that RuPaul or no? No, it's not. It's just whatever. Okay. Yeah, because in Drag Race Thailand's not in English. Ah. Um, but also you have to take into account, like um the cultural differences like it won't be any different really with like uk or um canada Mm -hmm. well i don't even know why they're doing canada because they already like they already accepted courtney act and she's from australia and then brooklyn heights is from canada speaking of which did you see the the, do you uh, did you see the brooklyn heights um post where she's with justin trudeau no i didn't and he straight up is like Never fear, the Queen of the North is here. And she's like, that's me. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, yeah, so dra- fucking Canadian. RuPaul's Drag Race Canada. Yep, it's happening. What is this podcast about, again? It's what it's, this podcast is about whatever the fuck we want it to be about. Because it's our podcast and not 
yours. And also, that- it's also about wrestling. Okay. Maybe that's the new tagline. It's also about wrestling. <laughs> so we steal the uh tagline and then but add in tiny letters underneath, but it's also about wrestling. I guess. Um <laughs> So NXT this week, uh I am still never ready for the open. It's just so bad at all points in time. Yes. Uh we open the show with a a pretty good match. Agreed. Between uh one Joaquin Wild. I hate that name. Better known as DJ Z to some of us. And Angel Garza. Um what Marion, what did you think of this match? I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was great. Um DJ Z, like in that interview beforehand, I got nothing but like PTSD flashbacks of this guy that I was dating right out of high school. But DJ Z is decidedly more interesting only because of his tattoos and his hairstyle. That's all. It's all just <laughs> external. And like that, it's not really saying much. But um, I, I want to be politically correct and call him Angel Garza. I don't think that's it. I think he, he said his Angel name. Angel Garza, but I'm used to it being Angel. All right. But he said Angel, right? Yeah, it, it's Angel because nobody's going to say Angel except assholes like me. And Morrow would say it. Yeah, Morrow would. Uh, damn it, Morrow. Mm-hmm. Um, I hate the name Joaquin Wild. I really hate it. I don't. I don't like hate it. It's pretty not good, but whatever. <laughs> it's it's so bad. But um, you had a note about uh, Garza's tai, uh, tai Chi pants. Oh my god! When he, he, I didn't even notice it until like he started to do it. I went, oh my god, they're Tai Chi pants. He, uh, do you remember he, when Cesaro had a tearaway suit? Yes. That, that was shit, great shit. That shit was great. That was amazing. I miss it. Um, did you see the picture of Cesaro with a turtle? No, I did not. Oh, my God. Um, I'll send it to you later. But, I mean, Garza, we we talk about Tony Nese's moveset earlier, but Garza had a pretty fucking sweet moveset. He had that package flip face buster thing. I didn't know what the fuck to call it. Yeah. That was a. It was what was that a face buster? He like. I mean, he landed he, on his face. Yeah, so he I guess flipped it was. him. Like he had him in a package pile driver, and then like flipped him out and face bustered him. It was very strange, but I liked it. It was pretty cool. Um, I mean, we we know DJ Z. We know he's a he is a seasoned wrestler. <laughs> yes, we we know all about DJ Z. So you know, nothing really uh, surprised us with him, but. Uh, Angel Garcia, man. Garza. Garza. What did I say, Garcia? Yeah. You distracted me by messaging me on uh, on the with that Instagram. wholesome picture. Yes. <laughs> Confirmed um, wholesome. Garza, though, uh, the one man Spanish fly. Um, <laughs> Fucking Maro Madre Mia. Yeah, he lost his mind as usual. The butterfly stunner. Um, interesting finish. Garza gets the win. What would you think, Marianne? I didn't think Garza was going to get the win. I didn't think so either, but I I think if we're trying to use this tournament for what it's for, I guess we're thinking that the NXT... <coughs> Holy moly. We are thinking that the NXT crowd is a little smarter than the... Smarter than the average crowd. That um, they know... The average know- picnic bear. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Picnic bear. I don't know what the fuck I just bear. did. It's fine. Whatever. Um, <laughs> they... Uh, I guess we... W- Triple H would assume they know who DJZ is. So 
Um, I mean, he's already established. Let Angel Garza get the win. And, I'm shocked uh, nobody did that. Uh, <laughs> this is my favorite thing. Joaquin did. He did it. So good. Very briefly. Um, <laughs> Literally the only memorable thing about him. Yikes. Uh, we had a Kushida thing. We had a Damien Priest thing. Any notes about those, Marianne? No. All that's right. why there's no notes underneath them. Uh, we had a Street Profits <laughs> Forgotten Sons match, which ended in a DQ, and Oni and Danny, the Britam Brawlers, came in to save the Street Profits and then give them their belts back, so they want that gold. Um boy i accidentally did not see the next match oh no marianne you missed nikos rikos's gear is he greek it is the the fucking absolute state of this gear i know i'm looking at the note and going why did i miss that just this is this is my wheelhouse right here look up his fucking gear right now marianne hold on it is i don't even lauren was in the room with me and she was like what is going on like, what is happening with this guy's gear? And she's like, how is the top part staying on? What the hell? He is Greek. That's disgusting. How terrible is this gear? It is really bad. It's probably the worst gear I've ever seen in my entire life. It's really bad. You guys. Oh, my God. Like, what is happening? What the fuck is actually happening? <laughs> I'm looking at it and I honestly cannot even think it is a comparison or any kind of insult because it just speaks for itself. It's fucking ridiculous. If you're if you're not if you have not seen this gear, the best way I can describe it is it's Zack Ryder's old gear but full body. Meaning Zack Ryder actually did the short um he did the long leg pant. Which and then Ruby Riot's doing, too. Ruby Riot's doing it, and she, it looks great on her. This looks f- like fucking garbage. It's like a bodysuit, but ha- the top half is cut off diagonally, and then he has one leg. It's like a weird... Yeah, it's like... Oh, boy. This is bad. This it's is so bad. Like, I can't describe this it. This is just, like, like, really bad. He should feel bad. <laughs> you should be ashamed of yourself. Keith, Keith Lee beats the shit out of him, and rightfully so. Oh my so. god, as he should. I hope he shoot beat the shit out of him for wearing this fucking god-awful... Oh my god. Whatever the fuck this is. <laughs> it's like, you want to say that it's like the the Zack Ryder's old gear, but then you also want to call it like a, like a singlet with one long leg and one long arm. And also, like, this dude, he was, you know, he had a good upper body so i don't know what the fuck is going on like maybe yes oh no maybe this goes deeper than that marianne maybe this goes deeper than that is he trying to hide like one full leg sleeve of tattoos like fucking fondango <laughs> oh my god maybe i don't know <laughs> i didn't even think about that or maybe he doesn't maybe he doesn't think he looks good oh no and this is like <laughs> this is gear that he has he has it have you seen uh, like you you're looking There's at the, it's like indie gear like it's literally like his gear it's not like special gear for this it was like literally his gear like you can yeah. we start a GoFundMe for better gear it's bad it's really bad what are you oh what in the absolute fuck is going on <laughs> I don't think we'll ever get over it I actually like his gear his gear is the equivalent to the NXT intro. Oh my god, his gear is if the NXT intro was... Gear. It was gear. Jesus. 
It's bad. It's so bad. Everyone, this is really bad. It's. <laughs> Do you think he he thought this gear out like? Do you like, think he was really proud of himself? Now I feel bad for laughing so hard. It's like I thought of this. I made this gear design all by myself. I think it looks pretty good. And then someone's like, "Yes, I also think it looks very good." And I'm like, "This is a boot." Like he didn't. He did I'm just gonna. I'm gonna fucking start a segment where. Um, have you heard of <laughs> the going back to Drag Race? Um, RuPaul's fashion photo review. Is this or the toot it or boot it review? What is this toot it or boot it? Yep. We could do I'm that. Do you want to do that? Gear. Can we tutor boot gear? Yes, we can absolutely fuck do that. Yes. Yeah, let's do that. Let's make it a new segment here. This definitely gets the fucking boot. Like this, this gets like on a scale of like two to beyond boot. This is like if there was a step beyond boot. I would boot it to the moon. <laughs> the moon. I'm pretty sure you could boot it farther. Yeah, I would boot it into a black hole, thus sending it to another. <laughs> hopefully, sending it to another universe or an, where it's fashionable. Another galaxy. Jesus. Um. Oh yeah, he got beat by Keith Lee. There we go. That's the end of that. He look. He's like. It's like. Oh. We've if we've eviscerated this man. Was trying to be in the Summer Olympics. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, we've eviscerated him long enough. <laughs> please, He'll never come back. Please get better gear. Uh, up next, we had a WWE. Nope, we had an NXT Women's Championship match inside of a steel cage between Io Shirai and Shayna Baszler. Uh, Marianne, uh, are you? sick of cage matches i'm sick of Shayna baszler matches well so that's see my fair. lack of notes yeah that's fair it means my lack of visualizing this match i did not watch it oh but i mean that's fair i am actually almost told you to skip it because oh, uh sweet um, thanks uh, uh yeah I, i'm kind of off the Shayna baszler train i did like that she were you ever on it yeah i was for a little while uh-huh I did like that she wore MMA gloves to get inside the cage. Is you know very callbacky to her MMA days. I enjoyed that. Um, Man, I thought you were gonna make an Undertaker reference. No, 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 no. <laughs> oh my God, he's gonna. Did you see that shit? No. Oh my God, Marianne. I can't wait for you to rant about it. This though. motherfucker. So <laughs> on Monday Night Raw, the big dog. I did hear that he came. I did hear that he saved. The big dog from Shane McMahon and Drew McIntyre. And now at Extreme Rules, we're going to get The Undertaker and Roman Reigns versus Shane McMahon and Drew McIntyre. What? Stop! In it's the already absolute dead. fuck are we doing? Oh my God! Why are we doing this? Why is Shane McMahon a wrestler on television every fucking week? And why is The Undertaker just fucking go away? And I love because, like, now it seems like a majority of people are finally on my side and are like, please go the fuck away, uh, which is great. The novelty is totally worn off. Yeah, go the fuck away. But anyway, um, uh, Shayna wins with a pretty interesting finish. It was it was basically an LOL finish. Um, Did you LOL? I, I did. Um, they were both trying to get out of the cage, and EO slammed the door into Shayna's face, and she, you know, uh, 
passed out and fell outside of the cage and won the match. Idiot. So um, at the end of the match, Candice had tried to help EO. And now, Marianne, we can say there is a new nasty EO Shirai. She has turned heel. She beat the shit out of Candace. I, I want to make a JoJo's Bizarre Adventure reference and just call her Dio. She is now evil Eo, much like... Can we just call her Dio? Dio? I don't, I don't get it. Never mind. Sure. Never mind. That, that, that was a reference for Richard only, almost. Joke for one. Actually, joke for multiple people. Actually, you know what? I know Chris would have gotten it, too. Oh, What's joke, up, Chris? Joke for three? <laughs> Your table is ready? Actually, uh, table for three? Oh, table for three. Oh, wow. You guys could talk about that joke over <laughs> over, over dinner or something. I don't fucking know. Um, <laughs> up next, we talked about it a little earlier. We, I'm uh, so excited to talk about this. Inspired by Renee Young's tweet where John Moxley asked if I think at like five in the morning if she had ever seen Necro Butcher versus Samoa Joe. So we watched this match. Um I'm so glad we did. Overall this match was fucking brutal. Uh the commentary was nothing short of amazing for multiple reasons. I was laughing before the match even started. Um we had first of all young Moa Joe <laughs> With his little baby face coming out there. Um, like half the size as he is now. On commentary, we had Dave Prezak. I CM- love his voice. He has a great voice. We had Dave Prezak, Eddie Kingston, and CM Punk. And in the ring, we had Bryce Rensburg. Little Bryce Le- Rensburg. fucking sideburns. My God. Those are some, some fantastic sideburns. Um... Holy hell! This uh, we open up with forearms that are just stiff as hell, um, dude. It was amazing. Imagine though being as bored as that girl that was standing ringside in overalls. She was oh, like, I didn't see. like completely unfazed. Oh, I didn't the entire see. time. Oh, uh, oh well, I didn't yeah. see. Um, we spilled to the outside shortly after that, and then remain up there for a good portion of the match. Yeah, Samoa Joe did that suicide dive forearm combo. Yes, which is great. Like, he's full of fucking air or some shit. (laughs) What was it that I said a while back? Like, he's deceptively aerodynamic? Yes, the deceptively aerodynamic. Quite graceful. Yes. (laughs) Goodness. Um, All the headbutts. There were so many headbutts, you guys. And then Necro Butcher is just bleeding. And I don't know how he started bleeding. Do you start bleeding from, like, is, how is he bleeding from I, headbutts? I assume he is just, Is Joe yeah. made of knives? He could be. I think he just headbutted the fuck out of him. Is Joe made of knives? Oh, boy. <laughs> Young Moa Joe and a bag of knives. Highlighting it. Going all big with it. There we go. <laughs> um, I saw a Green Lantern fan. I don't know if you're familiar with Green Lantern I know fan. who Green Lantern fan okay. is. Okay. Um, I laughed really hard at that. Um, the it's always nice seeing fans you recognize in really old footage. <laughs> yes. Um, the failed power slam. Uh, it, this did not go well. I think he into tried- a goddamn chair on the ground. <laughs> he, he he like 
tried to power slam him, but didn't get... It was like he slipped on a chair. Yeah, he didn't rotate him, and he just fell face first. And Punk was like, how do you power slam somebody on their forehead? Oh my god. There were a lot of great quotes. Eddie Kingston, a joy is always on commentary. He done kicked him right in the fucking mouth. My Okay, so here's my... my Because remember, somebody asked... uh, It was a question last week on who we would want on commentary with Excalibur. Yeah. My favorite thing about Eddie Kingston on commentary, and honestly, just Eddie Kingston in general, is how obvious he makes it that he's enjoying himself when he's doing it. Yes. Like, like he's just a mic'd uh, spectator, and he's not trying to pander to anyone. He's not trying to sell a product or anything like that. He's just watching, and you can tell because half the time he's, like, away from his microphone. Yes. Because he forgets that's what he's doing because he's so sucked into every time he's doing commentary. It's like he's enjoying himself, and I think it's fantastic, and it makes me fall in love with it more. Yes. I appreciate it more coming from somebody who's clearly enjoying it. Like... And they're watching it like obviously they've never seen it before. You yes, know? yeah. It's, it doesn't seem planned out. It seems um, authentic and genuine. So, Absolutely. But I thoroughly was loving this match. Like also all of those Nailer shoutouts. There was like four hundred Nailer shoutouts. It was absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> like they were so concerned for his health. <laughs> Insane. Um, <laughs> there's the Exploder Suplex. Oh, uh, before the Exploder. <laughs> Exploder suplex. John's just gonna. And there's so much. This match was so good. John's just gonna cough his way through the rest of this episode. Uh, um, Necro Butcher just starts punching Samoa Joe in the face. Just like uh. straight up, just starts wailing on him. And then Samoa Joe takes him to the apron and tries to exploder suplex him onto the <laughs> oh floor. And I'm pretty sure he just landed right on his face again. He did just land right on his face, and Dave Brazak just screamed. And it was fucking hysterical. <laughs> I'm crying. <laughs> so good. Oh, my God. Um, and then Necrobutcher's fucking face. It's just like, blah. Okay, if you can picture like a, like a crime scene photo that you would find on the dark web. Yes. That's exactly what Abs- it looked like. That's it absolutely- looked like something you should not be releasing to the public. That is absolutely what his fucking what his fucking face <laughs> it looks was like. So disgusting. Uh, we brought a guard wa- rail into the ring and Samoa Joe power bombed him. Or wait, was it the other way around? Somebody <laughs> no, he got po- power bombed. Power bombed yeah. him. He power bombed Necro Butcher into the fucking guardrail, and Punk just went. Somebody's gonna die. <laughs> uh, how funny was Punk's WWE contract comment? It was so good. Where he's like, I'm gonna go to I'm gonna go to the WWE. I'm gonna go sign a contract with them. And we were like, Yeah, you are Just fucking eventually. leave. And he kept talking about how he was gonna pick up um fucking Necro Butcher and just drive him into the ocean. Yes. <laughs> and I love Eddie Kingston, I would stab him. That is the most Eddie Kingston thing I have ever heard, and I could not stop laughing. Like I love that Mox loves this match so much because it makes me want to go back and watch him rapping under an overpass with Eddie Kingston with a Santa hat on. <laughs> Do you know what video I'm talking about? I think you've shown it to me. It's yeah. it's the video where he, he starts um, Doing the uh, quoting Point Break. Right? Yeah. But it's like him and Eddie Kingston and like Rich Swan and they're like, like they have like, they're like homeless people under an overpass yeah. with like a fire in like, like one of those barrels. Just standing around a fire. I am an FBI yeah, agent, agent, baby. baby. <laughs> that video is fucking. This is 
emo. <laughs> People video. are dying. People are already dead. <laughs> video is so fucking great. It's so good. Um, uh, Samoa Joe's just starts knee striking <laughs> fucking necrobutcher right in the fucking face, and then he just straight up kicks him right in the face. Like for me, it was mostly just how hard he was gripping his hair while he was kicking him yes. like gift that shit and send it to anyone who tries to tell me that wrestling is the fakest shit ever um no absolutely not and um necro butcher cannot answer the 10 count and the match is over uh there was I, some other nonsense at the end of that video but it was just kind of like repeats and it showed um it was honestly, a recap this Dare I say it brings it brings my appreciation for Samoa Joe up a lot higher, but also it makes so much sense because I remember seeing an interview with John Moxley back when he was still signed, and they were like, "What's a match you would love to do?" Like signed to WWE, he was like, "I really want to fucking have a match with Samoa Joe," and now I know why because he was thinking of this goddamn match. <laughs> I know exactly why, and so now that brings so much significance. He was like, I really want to wrestle Samoa Joe. That was, like, his thing. He really wanted to wrestle him when he was signed. Yeah. And I know it's because of this, and that's just great shit. It was such good shit. Like, this this is probably my favorite classic match we've watched, other than the three-count match, which is by far my favorite. Oh, my God. Everybody, three-count, one, two, three. (laughs) That's the most niche match. Like, that is, like, ugh. Oh, my God. So next week, um, this match is actually from Calvin. He messaged me and said, hey, I got some suggestions for you. Uh, Next week, we are going to watch a mixed tag match. Uh, It is going to be uh, Mako Mako uh, Satomura and Minoru Suzuki taking on Kana and uh, Naomichi Marafuji. God, Marafuji! I Do just you... yelled into the microphone. I'm sorry. It's okay. You know Kana, who Kana is, yes, Mary? Yes, it's Asuka. Yes. Um, so this should be interesting. I'm very excited to check this match out. Um, Super stoked about that. You know what's coming up uh, next weekend? What's that? Fucking King of the Indies, dog. Oh, shit. Little Jonathan Gresham. Little Jonathan Gresham and, um, more importantly, one TJP. You just made the list! There is a guy, I will say this, I did not even remember until just now. Uh, My trainer agrees with me if you need anybody to verify that this guy looked, what this guy looked like. At the gym yesterday, who looked so much like TJP, it was ridiculous. And I turned to my trainer and I went, oh my god, he looks like TJP. And he was like, he was like, you don't need to tell me if that's a wrestler or not, because I know it's a wrestler. (laughs) And he looked it up and he held his phone up and he went, holy shit. Like, he looked so much like him. And I almost wanted to go up to him and be like, have you ever been told that you look like TJ Perkins? Also, I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> so, I mean... He was a handsome lad. King of the Indies um, looks like it's going to be Jonathan Gresham, Jake Atlas, Dragon Lee, Jungle Boy, TJP, Ace Romero, uh, Laredo Kid, and uh, <laughs> JR Kratos. <laughs> waiting for it i was waiting for it (laughs) one of these things is not Not like like the the other other. and his name is jr kratos oof goodness with his his mexican dad bod my god (laughs) um let's get to some questions man shall we oh man i forgot that that was still a thing uh mike asks 
Oh, obvious question. What changes do you hope to see with the new regime in WWE? So he's, what what changes do we hope to see, Marianne, with Paul Heyman in charge of Raw and I Eric Bischoff don't watch the product anymore, so I can't even tell you what it is now. My God. Um, no, but it, it's uh, you're right. You're right to not watch it. It's fine. Um, <laughs> Nobody's I, making me watch either of these shows, exactly. so I'm it's not great. watching them. Isn't it great? No so one's making great. you do anything. You know, living in a, in a free country. Yeah. Um, I would say the wild card. That's really the only thing I would like I would like to see change. Because uh, honestly, I thought everything was going pretty all right before we had this dumbass wild card rule. But that's the thing I want. Um, here's another question. What is the... And this is, this is a good question because we kind of dipped our toes in this a little bit. So... Um, he wants to know what is the missing ingredient for NXT UK right now? Is it storylines? Is it breakout stars or is it match quality? Paprika. <laughs> They're missing paprika. <laughs> what the fuck? Well, what what is paprika in in this uh, in the? <laughs> Repeat the world? question. I was just so hell bent on saying an ingredient. <sighs> what is the missing ingredient in NXT UK right now? Is it storylines, breakout stars, or match quality? Storylines. You think it's storylines? Yeah, I think yeah. the um, I think the match quality. Uh, I would actually maybe say match quality and storylines. In my opinion, I was just very like, I really don't. I know they're trying to build up their roster, but there are some guys I'm like, I don't. I, give I a think fuck that they, about these people. The, the problem with NXT is they build up their roster so huge that they have so many people, but they don't have they don't have a lot of airtime to be putting yeah. like in-depth storylines into them like i know Ilya, that make sense yeah i know Ilya wrestled that one match but i don't know if he's wrestled since i haven't really heard anything the slash, vampire draco malfoy yeah but also i'm not really i'm not watching it so i don't i don't really know i know that imperium is a thing now which is uh Walter, um alexander wolf um axel just Dieter, germans axel teeter jr just germans and um fabian eichner it's it's missing Damac. Yeah, basically. Uh, but that's a great little stable. I like that. They're going up against British Strong Style right now. But, um, I mean, spoiler alert, I'm pretty sure that's not going to be happening for long because Pete Dunne's going to be uh, coming back here to N- NXT stateside in a little bit here. My favorite thing about Pete Dunne is just pictures of him holding his daughter like she's a football. <laughs> like he just he like is holding a baby, but it's obvious that that's so foreign for him. <laughs> so I countered Mike's question and I said, "What um, should we start watching NXT UK again?" And he said, "What I enjoy most right now is the way three fourths of the show is developing or laying seeds for future storylines. Nearly every segment." has a point and leads to somewhere it reminds me of the era when bo dallas was nxt champion the product wasn't quite there yet but you knew it was going to bloom soon so that's promising i like oh my god bo dallas yeah remember he was champion jesus christ so i like this i think this is this is promising i i think we'll check in with mike and we'll be like now so it'll be like one of those we'll check in week to week and see if are we, we there should yet start. Are, are we, we there, there yet? yet are we there yet are we which there is yet? exactly what we said we said it's not there yet and we're not enjoying watching it so we're just gonna stop watching it altogether. i don't think we'll ever drop lower than two shows though so if we get sick of 
NXT or 205, we should probably replace it with something. Yeah, but we'll have AEW soon. Yes, we will. Um, Nick Wester, happy birthday, Nick. Oh, it's your birthday, Nick. It was his birthday yesterday, I believe. Um, oh, my God. What a fucking callback. Um, a kindly <laughs> wizard, the same kindly wizard from episode 172, True <laughs> Believers, appears once again and offers to erase the Undertaker from this timeline. I mean, I don't even need... Yes. Is that it? Is that the... Oh, wait. Um <laughs> Is there a catch? Mark What's-His-Name will simply be a plumber in Texas who is equally satisfied with his life as he is in this timeline, but he will have never had anything to do, or he will never have heard of wrestling. He will never have donned MMA gloves. Yes. Do you take him up on his offer, even knowing that among many ripples uh, this would cause, you would never see him lose to Brock Lesnar and the big dog? So, here's the thing. (laughs) As great as this is, I know there are many, many people that, for whatever reason, (laughs) love The Undertaker. Um, And far be it from me to take away them having to watch this 50-year-old fucking man roll around the ring with Bill Goldberg and realize that he doesn't have it anymore. Why would I want to take that away from these people? Also, you wouldn't you wouldn't have CM Punk kicking Paul Bear's urn like a soccer ball. Oh god, that Which too. Which was great. Holy shit. No, I mean there are lots of great Undertaker moments. Um I can't come name any. <laughs> Stop stealing my shtick, Marianne. Uh no, but uh, I don't think I would take him up on this offer just because uh you know, I wouldn't. There are wrestlers that I like that other people don't like, and I wouldn't want them to be erased from my memory. That'd be sad. So we'll it's just like leave that movie where the Beatles didn't exist. Yeah, exactly like that movie where the Beatles didn't exist. Um, yeah. All right. Well, I mean that that's it, Marianne. That's all. I love those questions, Nick. Bring them on. Bring more of those questions. I have told like the Togi Makabe one, which is the king of all questions. It's the best one of all time. <laughs> oh my god so good um so that's it for us this week uh you can like us on facebook and follow us on twitter at tornado tag radio you can follow me on twitter at sailor moonsault and you can follow john with an h on twitter at jp thrice subscribe to us on itunes which is hopefully not changing their podcast format they're not uh, stitcher and now spotify and still soundcloud just search for tornado tag radio please rate and review us as well Head Let on. me know how funny I am. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Head on over to notlg.spreadshirt.com. Buy one of our Tornado Tag Radio shirts, a mug, some other stuff. Maybe we'll, we'll, we'll have... get a local talent yes. one up there at some point. Maybe we'll get a local talent shirt up there very soon. Um, and yeah, uh, also support us uh, monetarily on Patreon, patreon.com slash notlg. We would greatly appreciate that. So join us again next week. We got that mixed tag team match, which should be a lot of fun. Episode 207. There's only one thing left to do. So, man, if you will. Oklahoma sucks. Sorry. I had to do it again. Ring the bell. This has been a Night of the Living Geeks production. 
For more information and content, visit NLTLG.com.